to help support this podcast and get exclusive bonus content and rewards, make a monthly pledge at patreon.com slash universe box. And, and remember, remember to, to think, think outside. outside. Hello, Gotham. Gotham. Welcome to the rise of the villains. You've had your chance. you your chance. Your heroes have let you down. Behold a city riddled with fear. Beware the coming storm. I don't love you. I pity you. Damn, I hate how it smells like a good barbecue. Welcome to Legends of Gotham, where we talk about Fox's hit series Gotham, set in the world of Batman. I'm Bill Meek. And I'm Anne-Marie DeSimone. And we're here for our third semi-monthly annual... No, semi-annually, not monthly. Months and annual uh, podcast... Hi, Podcasters Roundtable. Uh, we're going to be talking Gotham <laughs> Season 2A. Uh, season 2B hasn't happened yet, so no. we really can't talk about it. But well, I mean, we can, we could. but we'll be wrong. We, yeah, yeah. I, More well, than likely. We could, we could just uh, spend the entire hour writing a Gotham Season 2B fanfic. No, that would be a lot not, of fun. Let's not write fanfic. But I, I, I guess we should go ahead and introduce <laughs> our guests here. Uh, we're joined tonight uh, by our, our Gotham podcasting brethren, the host of After Gotham on the 21 Network, Chad and Dave. Uh, hey, guys, why don't you introduce yourselves and then tell people about your show and why they need to totally stop listening to us and start listening to you guys, because you're <laughs> awesome and we're silly. Well, we are silly. <laughs> <laughs> I'll let you handle that one, Dave. Well, I'm, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna by far tell anybody to listen to us because we don't know what we're talking about. Uh, I'm sure you know show. more than I, I do. I, I literally watch your show on YouTube every week. I don't watch it live, but I do watch it after the, after we record ours because I don't want to steal stuff from you unless it's really good. We appreciate it. <laughs> uh, yeah, we are after Gotham. Uh, the last time we were with you guys, we were actually the Gotham After Show. Yes, I remember uh, that. But there was a competing show, wasn't there? With that title, there, was, there are two competing shows. <laughs> <laughs> so they're competing against each other now. But uh, but no, we uh, since we name our you know we name our show after the title of the episode, mm-hmm. so we figure mm-hmm. After Gotham would work better, and uh, I feel like it has, and a lot of people responded saying it was better anyway. So. Mm-hmm. But yeah, we're it is much tighter. It's easier. It mm-hmm. kind of flows better for us because because you know we tried to we've been trying to go live after Gotham. So you know <laughs> yeah, that's another thing uh, that yes. that I was really impressed with because uh, last year you guys did it. It would be like a day or two after, and you had like a really nice production. You know, a couch, mm-hmm. a nice set, uh, multi camera, all this stuff. But mm-hmm. this year uh, you decided to just go live right after Gotham instead of doing the whole pre produced thing. How's that been going for you? <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. Well, that should tell you right there. Uh, We've had some ups and downs and some technical difficulties. uh, But hopefully over this break, when we come back to uh, the rest of season two, we'll we'll have all that figured out. And we might even be in a a different location again. So really, Really? who even knows? That can be a thing. Like you change sets every every half season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's a potential. We don't know. There you go. No, but uh, definitely. Uh, yeah, yeah. And what what's the YouTube channel again? Just so people can check you out and subscribe immediately. 
If you're yeah, we're at we're at 21 Network. Uh, it's all spelled out, 21 Network. So if you go to YouTube and just search 21 Network, there uh, all of our shows are on there that we do. Uh, we do several of them, and, and After Gotham's right there at the top of the playlist there. So subscribe to that channel and get that. Go to AfterGotham.com, and all the info is right there too. Excellent, awesome. excellent. Okay, well, I guess we're going to start, uh, as we did last time, I believe you guys were on, with, with a little Gotham trivia. I think we did that last time. I think so. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, we were paired together, and we, we killed it. <laughs> yeah, well, you're on your own now buddy <laughs> so, so what's it going to be is it going to be them versus you them versus me or is it going to be all three of us i don't know uh I every have... man for himself i think it's got to be every man for himself okay, okay. every man for himself so i don't know Can't say your name to so buzz in <laughs> okay so you have... okay and they're multiple choice bill no, no, you can't. You don't the, even know the question. Yeah, true. A through D, pick. Uh, um, F. <laughs> okay. Question one: What is the name of the cannibal that was broken out of Arkham? Oh. <laughs> A. Aaron. B. Arnold. C. Richard. D. Robert. Bu- Buzz. Buzz. <laughs> I don't know. Yes. Buzz, uh, you go. Is it A, Aaron? New. No. Oh, Buzz. Okay. Buzz. I think it's D, Robert. Yes. Yes, oh, it was Robert Greenwood mean, with you know, all of the uh, hair. I don't have anything to keep yeah. track. I, didn't, I, will, I will be keeping track. I forgot that I, I had to be not at track. my computer. Yeah. <laughs> I'll, keep, I'll keep track in my Gotham notebook that I write all the ep- notes down for every episode. Nice. Nice. Okay. Question two. What was Bruce's favorite memory with his parents? A, bowling. B, camping. C, traveling. Or D, snorkeling. Bill. Buzz. Bill. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and I think I think I think yeah, you're excited, right. but, but yeah. B. Yes. B, B camping. Okay. You know, we'll each get it. was that Dave? No, I was just saying buzz. So okay, buzz. Okay, so, so yeah. Chad. Yeah. Okay, so okay, we'll each get half a point for that. <laughs> okay. How did Ed get injured when the hashtag maniacs invaded the GCPD? A shot saving Miss Kringle. B Falls, C, hit in the head, or D, bit by the cannibal? Buzz. Yes. A, saving Miss Kringle. Yes, sir. Excellent. Two, half, half. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, number four. What does Bruce offer in exchange for the name of his parents' killer? A, a million dollars. B, Wayne Enterprises. Bill. God. Uh, B, Wayne Enterprises. (laughs) No. No? No. What? C, to pay for Theo's defense, or D, to leave town and never come back. Buzz. Yes. C. Yes. Excellent. I was going with D, too, so that's (laughs) how many I wrong. I really thought that was an easy one, too. You've got to hear all the options. I know. Yeah, 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 yeah. Dave has two. Chad has one and a half. I have a half. All right. right. (laughs) Question five. What is the name of Bridget, a.k.a. Firefly's brother's? A Parks, oh, B Pikes, wow. C Gorks, D Alks. Buzz. Buzz. Yes. You Dave. Pikes. Yes, Pikes. Yeah. Ding 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 ding. 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 Dave's cleaning up. I know. Okay. Um, who is the first person we see taken to Indian Hill? A Bridget, B Theo, C Jerome, or D Gilzine? Bill. Yes, Bill. Uh A Bridget. Yes. Yay! Oh, I have nice. one and a half now. Okay, so it's Dave. Dave has twice trick. as much as me and Chad combined. So <laughs> do, do the math yourself. There you go. 
It's like X equals two times Y. I think it's because I'm on a delay or something. Oh, know. we're all sure. He's sitting right next to me and he can't get it. <laughs> I, know, I know you're lying because you're at the office and we got pretty fast internet. <laughs> yeah, but I'm on I'm on wireless. I didn't plug in, so uh, see well, that doesn't matter. Still yeah. pretty fast. <laughs> okay, seven. What did Lee give Selena when she was at the apartment waiting for news about Bridget? A pizza. B a facial. C clean clothes or D cookies and milk. Bill. Yes, Bill. D. Yes. Cookies, yeah, and, cookies milk, and milk, because I thought it was hilarious. Yeah. Ha ha, suckers. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a gracious winner, sorry. Uh, no, he's really not. Uh, eight, where was Miss Kringle's hand hidden in the GCPD? A, in the morgue. B, in the records room. C, in the vending machine. Or D, oh, oh, hi. Okay, yes. Vending machine. It's vending machine. Yes. Vending machine. Boom, boom. Okay, so that's how, that's how we're playing. Pre, okay. pre, pre. Well, you're on the last question, so <laughs> here right, we right. go. This now figured it out. What's the score? Uh, the score right now is Dave three, Chad two and a half, Bill two and a half. So it could go oh, anyway. It could go oh. anyway. One question to rule them all. Nice. Okay. What does the first assassin offer Jim before attempting to kill him? A, a Rolo. B, gum. C, a mint. Or D, a caramel. Seriously? Oh, wow. Yes. Uh, C, a mint? No. Ah. E, gum. Uh, no. Buzz. <laughs> yes. Uh, what were the options again? <laughs> <laughs> no. No, you just pick uh, a letter. No. Just... Uh, a. No. <laughs> <laughs> caramel? Yes, it was a caramel. Oh, no man. one eats caramels anymore. Yeah. That's your problem. Caramels are delicious. Wow, so I guess I won. Yeah, yeah, you won by half a point. I really thought that was easy. Everyone clap. Yay! Ah, Begrudgingly clap for Look, Dave. the chat room got it. <laughs> they did. The chat room got actually, it. Actually, like, we, no, they're on the delay. I was going to say, delay. I could have been looking at the chat room the whole time and got all the answers. Because no. I don't think these guys are in the chat room. Well, it looks like there's quite a party, which we haven't mentioned. Hey, we have a chat room. Yeah, over at live.universebox.com. Yeah, we have seven people over there right now. Woo. Hi, guys. Hi, uh, everybody. Let's see. We have uh, Bobby and Mary H and SSP Body and that guy in a store. I think we have a voicemail from them later. We do. Z- and Zuko's enemy, uh, the the uh-huh. arch nemesis of Danny Zuko from Greece, I guess, is probably <laughs> the, the famous arch nemesis of Danny Zuko from Greece. Nice. Okay, nice. so... So uh, let's see here. Uh, now that we're all warmed up. We, we have some topics. We're going to talk characters. Then we're going to talk like favorite episode, all that kind of stuff. But b- before we do, I, everyone knows what we thought about season two of Gotham. So why don't you guys start off? And I guess we'll start with uh, Chad since he lost and he probably feels really bad right now. And, and uh, tell us <laughs> That's overall, awful. overall, what did you think of uh, season two? <clears throat> well, so far. Uh, so far, so far, so good. Um, <laughs> no, I thought it's it, it definitely picked up in pace over season one mm-hmm. and. Uh, I really liked how it the episodes were more they seemed more connected to each other than last year. You know, last year it, it seemed to be a lot of either like freak of the week mm-hmm. or or you might have a two episode arc with a villain. Um, but right out of the gate, we got you know three episodes at least with the maniacs and mm-hmm. uh, yeah, Theo Galavan introduced to spanned the entire half season and uh everything just seemed to interconnect more with that and it seemed like the stakes were raised and you it left you wanting to watch the next episode yes you know, whereas yeah. uh, last season didn't do as good of a job with that i thought mm-hmm. so i thought it um i thought that was a positive now if i had to talk about any negatives um and dave and i kind of talked about this a little bit on hey, our you last... know what what 
Well, we have that. We've saved that for last. Okay. Yes. You negative yes. Nancys, get out of here with your negativity. We have a space for that later. <laughs> All right, cool. There's no. a safe zone for your negativity at the end of it. So. <laughs> the only positives right now. All right, yes. I can deal with that. <laughs> no, but I, I definitely agree with you on the structure. Like, it, it definitely mm. felt to me a lot more like a comic book. I mm. like where you know they have uh-huh. an overarching like twelve or thirteen issue arc, but then you, you know they have the little mini arcs that last three issues. But they have various B and C list characters who kind of build throughout the entire run. So mm-hmm. I, I definitely enjoyed that. Uh, Dave, what did you think overall? Yes, I uh, wholeheartedly with Chad. I, I totally agree that this was a very comic book, or I'm. Sorry, I agree with you and Chad, but the a very big comic book. Uh, the the first three episodes right out of the gate were just stellar, and I think that mm-hmm. it, the way it wrapped, the way you wanted to tune in the next episode and and see what happens and see what happens, and then you got that conclusion. I just felt like we never really got that last year um, with characters. I felt like they just I felt like characters, the character arcs were just dragged on several episodes, and then mm-hmm. you you lost them for a couple episodes, and we got back with them, and you know it, it just felt like. Like, for example, just last last season just felt like with Nigma, he was such a lovable character and an exciting character to see in the beginning. And it, I just felt like they kept just holding him back. Mm. Whereas now it's like they're just unloading on with right. him with a lot of these characters. So, you know, we mentioned on our show, I, I feel like the writing is just amped up. I mean, right. whether or not they change up the writers or not, I'm not completely sure about that. But I think that the, the writing has just gotten so much better. And I think they figured out a structure now for the show. And I think it's it's doing well. And I think it's going to carry on for this next half of the season. Oh, yeah, definitely. And it, it, particularly with, with Ed. Yeah, they just completely like every time you, you think they're like, oh, they, they've pushed him to the limit. Oh, he goes another step. <laughs> there he goes. Psychotic road. I, I will point out that Azuko's enemy in the chat chat uh said that uh zuko of course is a reference to tony zuko who killed dick grayson's parents uh so in essence he is uh, Dick grayson which really disappoints me because i i love that arch nemesis of danny zuko from greece you would you would okay oh Oh, i was just gonna say with ed and everything it really i know when they originally like cast the show that they said season three was going to be his season and then when they just decided to just like shake everything up and move it forward it's mm-hmm. so cool to see how much they like pushed it forward so quickly and so harshly. Mm-hmm. Like that was the fun part. Oh yeah, definitely. And it, you know what? I we, we're going to go ahead and start talk characters, and I guess we might as well. We we have actually two entries for Ed on the character yes. list, just because he had two different dynamics going out there mm-hmm. out the season. Why why don't we start with uh, Ed and uh, his gal pal, uh, uh, Kristen Miss Kringle? Uh, Kringle. I, that was that was a situation where they they pushed it way forward, way fast, way faster than I ever thought they were going to. But uh, and what, then they crashed and burnt it. But but uh, <laughs> what did you guys think about uh, about how they handled Kringle this season? About well, how the Kringle crumbled. <laughs> yeah, I, I think they handled it really, really well. Um, I was, it, I think what they did right was I did not expect to happen what happened. Um, right. with him, you know, choking her out. Like I completely didn't see that coming. Um, I, I thought that was at a point in the show where there was other things going on, you know, with Gordon and with Bruce and it, it you know, you, you had this thing with, 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 uh, with Ed and her and thinking that, you know, oh, they're going to get together and you figured it was going to kind of drag a little bit, not drag, but just carry on throughout carry the season. On. Right. And ha- him have this, you know, personality disorder going on and her figuring out what's going on or whether or not she's going to find out, but she finds out the, the hard way. <laughs> right. <laughs> The fact that he 
you know, just uh, admits everything to him, to her about killing, um, uh, Darty, you know, Darty, Darty, yeah, and um, just just um, unbelievable. Floored me. I thought that was one of the best parts of the season, to be honest. See, we kept thinking that it, what they were going to do with her is that she was going to find out she was going to be completely down with it, and then she was going to become like a Christmas themed yes. supervillain that like ran yes. alongside the Riddler, and we were so pumped for we that. We were really looking forward to a Christmas it episode with her. <laughs> Wait, what did you think, Chad? Yeah, I kind of, um, I was surprised when he killed her, um, but I, I guess it was just the timing. I knew that it was going to have to happen, right? Because he just seemed way too happy, and when you're that happy, you can't really turn into a very good uh, supervillain. So <laughs> I, I knew that that would, you know, you could tell from even from last season that his infatuation with Kristen and everyone else kind of dumping on him constantly was probably going to be what drove him over the edge. But I, I think it was a really interesting turn what they did with giving him Kringle, uh, giving him that relationship that is, and then having him be the reason that it crumbles. Right. Mm-hmm. The Kringle crumbles, as you said. So, uh, <laughs> so I, thought, I thought that was, that was, uh, that was on point. I thought that was great. And I, I totally bought the fact that he felt confident enough to tell her, be like, well, you know, mm-hmm. I, I killed uh, Officer Doherty. I, you know, that's why he's not uh, he's still here slapping you around because, you know, I, I did that. Isn't that cool? Yeah. I totally bought that he thought she would have been okay with that. And I see your guys' point where she might have, but I was kind of still thinking, eh, she, she's probably not going to be okay with this. Yeah. yeah I, to be fair, she, she, does, she did work for the police department, so she probably has some set sense of justice even though right. i mean it's gotham pd so, so I mean, not really <laughs> yeah i thought maybe another episode or two and then she might have come over to the dark side a little bit more mm-hmm. but it, i'd say it seemed really quick but hey we got rid of jerome in three episodes so i guess not mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> you know we got rid of all these awesome people so quickly i guess getting uh, rid of her mary that h too. in the chat room says uh, maybe they'll have a christmas episode where she comes back to haunt ed like a christmas Pringles <laughs> past present oh, and future yeah. or something Oh, yeah. I love it. That'd be fun. That would yeah. be fun. That's not a bad idea. That's not a bad idea. <laughs> it learns the true meaning of riddles. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I definitely don't think we've seen the last of her because, you know, with, with him in his mind, now that he's kind of become one, mm-hmm. I wouldn't be surprised if she's the one that kind of starts popping up and, and talking to him. Oh, know? like Ooh. maybe trying to talk him back from his Oh, the tendency. angel instead yeah. of the devil. Yeah. Right. I, like oh. I really like that. Mm-hmm. It's possible. Mm-hmm. I, I would say maybe she might end up in Indian Hill, but I'm sure mm-hmm. she's pretty decomposed at this point. No, she's I not. Yeah. I doubt anyone found her out there in the woods. With so. she was, hunter. Yeah, she was in a chopped up in a trunk, so I don't think you can really come back from that. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> An umbrella to the throat, sure, yeah. but chopped up in a trunk, not so much. Falling off a wall into into water. Hey, and... you know that water, it was probably salt water and it preserved her. Well, fishes take to water, you know. Fishes so. do take to water. Okay, so, you know, that whole uh, Kristen Kringle plot line and Ed having the psychotic break, then reunification and everything, led to him getting a best friend, Penguin. Oh! Uh, what did you guys think of the the newfound uh, odd couple type situation with a uh, penguin and Ed? I, I mean, I liked it. I, I, I mean, uh, you you wanted to, you know, when we got this show uh, last year, and, and they kept showing, you know, before Penguin, before Riddler, before Poison Ivy, before this, you just you like everybody, you just wondered when are these villains going to cross paths and right. kind of get together. And you saw a little bit of that, I guess, in the beginning of the season when. 
you know, Theo got the, the maniacs together, but, um, but to see these two big iconic ones kind of get together finally, it's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. And it's going to, I think it's going to set up some, some major plots this next, uh, this next half of the season. So, um, I, I thought their chemistry was great. I, I thought, mm-hmm. you know, I remember last season, I think they, there was a point where they actually, they had one scene, one it, scene and they, yeah. you know, met each other and they're like, Oh my God, that's awesome, man. That's cool. So, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so it's good that they, they had that chemistry and that um, and we're able to talk through some scenes like that. That was awesome. Wait, where, where do you think? Uh, where do you think they might take it uh, in the next half season? Because uh, I mean, obviously, uh, you know, Jim and Bullock and most of the Gotham PD now know that Ed is involved with the Penguins somehow. How, how do you think that's going to play out? Yeah, that's interesting. I was, I was uh, posing that same question um, on our last show. It's like I know that, I'm ripping you off. I no, you no, 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 they're not not PD Um, so there's that you know I mean obviously he didn't go on the adventure Mm -hmm. to save Bruce but but his house was Lee already had her her suspicions about it I think Lee had some suspicions but I mean when he tells her to go to his apartment Mm. very openly like other people could have heard him mm-hmm. you know <laughs> hr might have known his address <laughs> yeah so i don't so, know how they're gonna yeah what they're gonna do with that exactly yeah. but uh they could spin it to where you know oh, I, I was forced uh you know against my will to harbor a penguin or, or whatever mm-hmm. um because i i Personally, I'm liking Ed at the police department and those interactions. So I right. hope that doesn't change, at least not for a while. But as far as, as you know, the, the buddy comedy, I, I hope that does spin off and uh, a new version of The Odd Couple. And I hope it's a musical because they like <laughs> they like a to Gotham, sing together. A Gotham musical. Episode. I fully support a Gotham musical. I, I would, we sing every week anyway. Yeah, we do. Yeah. Basically. It's a problem. <laughs> That's all of it. <laughs> but but uh, yeah, I, I, I'm kind of thinking that it's going to be some sort of situation where, uh, you know, Jim knows that they have this uh, friendship and he's he's going to want to rat Ed out. But then Ed's going to call him out and Penguin's going to tell Ed that Jim shot Theo. And so Ed's going to have leverage over Jim. But I, I don't know. We'll see. Mm. I, I'm sure the mm. Gotham uh, TV writers will come up with something much better than that. <laughs> <laughs> OK, let's see here. OK. The, the big headline for this season, actually, and the one we were going to start with before we got into Ed, because we love Ed, uh, is Theo Galavan, a.k.a. Um, a member of the Order of St. Dumbass. I mean, Dumas. 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 Uh, but what did you guys think of uh, how Theo Galavan played out over the season? I thought it was uh, an interesting arc. Um, I kind of feel like he went out with a whimper instead of a bang. Yeah. I mean, he didn't go out with a literal bang, but um, <laughs> I, I kind of would have liked there to be more of a standoff. And I guess Jim was completely out of his league hand-to-hand against mm-hmm. Theo. Yeah, that was surprising to me. I never took him as a fighter, more of like a tactician. Uh, right. Instead mm-hmm. of like a Batman's gambit, but uh, he he kicked Jim's ass. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, he much. totally dropped the cane and then he was Yoda all of a sudden. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's that whole thing. Um, so I don't know. I think we could have had a little bit more rewarding into Theo, but I think it wasn't about that. I think it was about that line 
that Jim crossed in taking care of Theo. So right. I guess, you know, the show's more about uh, Gordon, obviously, but, but yeah. <laughs> what about yeah. you, Dave? Yeah. That, that, his storyline kind of, uh, surprised me as well. I mean, I, I, I kind of felt like, I know we've, we've been told Court of the Owls is kind of coming or, you know, so I felt like this was that storyline, but obviously it, it ended up not being, um, that storyline. He ended up being the family of Demolic, but, uh, I, I, I enjoyed his character. I think he, he, I think he played the part phenomenally. James, mm-hmm. I think James Frain is his name. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I've seen him in several TV shows that I've watched. And I love, I love how he acts and he's, he's very good and, um, a little weird about uh, him being sister, brother and sister to, to Tabitha. I, I don't, can't I, figure that out. I yeah, can't figure I can't it out. Either, but, we had um, a theory they might be uh, brother and sister, as in like, like through the religion, order of Duma, like uh, you know, oh brother, oh sister, yeah, uh, okay, that yeah. kind of I, thing. But it, it remains to be seen. Yeah, I would buy that. Um, but obviously, I don't think. Again, it's hard to say with this, and I, I know we're going to talk about it later. But this whole Indian Hill thing, mm-hmm. it's hard to say who's gone and who's permanently gone or who's yeah. going back. So yeah, I don't think dead is dead. <laughs> dead is dead not is dead. dead. No. Oh. Although I wish Barbara died did i say that out loud (laughs) i know that's when you're i know that's your favorite character (laughs) only the crazy version but we'll get to that yeah yeah we we definitely will get to that Uh, yeah but i i i like theo overall the the one thing that kind of bugged me about him throughout the season was just it felt like he was so artificial in parts especially whenever he was out in public when he was campaigning to be mayor and everything Mm -hmm. and i i see where they were going with it because i mean that mask completely drops off when he confronts Jim. Yeah, once he realizes right. Jim knows what's up, but, but it's a whole different person. At the same time, I think it might have been just a touch too much. Like, because he, he uh-huh. came off very fakey and very, uh, I don't know, plastic. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> well, like it was in Last Laugh when with the. Um, magician and all of that and he's literally playing to the TV cameras my name is Theo Gallivan <laughs> I am like saving the day I'm like no nobody knew you planned it now yeah it was almost <laughs> insulting the viewers intelligence a little bit like okay yeah. you're gonna have to really act badly so people know that you're just acting right yeah and I was like yeah. come on <laughs> and I mean, to be fair to it, it is a primetime TV. Sometimes you, it's for a general audience. You have to telegraph yeah. a bit, but they, they might have uh, tapped out of too many dots and dashes on that one for sure. Yeah. Okay, so Alfred and Bruce ha- had an interesting uh, relationship this episode. Alfred finally got a thousand percent on board the Batman plan. Yeah. Uh, they, they did have some conflicts. Uh, Alfred got fired. Overstepped his, uh, yeah. <laughs> he got fired. Got fired. And he, rehired immediately. He oversteps his bounds a little bit and everything but mm-hmm. what, what did you guys think of that relationship and uh do you hope that alfred continues to slap children throughout the rest of season two <laughs> yes <laughs> yes absolutely slap all the teenagers that's why i tune in every week mm-hmm. is to see if he slaps somebody what kid will alfred slap this time <laughs> yeah who knows <laughs> or or get bruce to beat up like yes was it well, Tommy yeah, or true. something um, but yeah. yeah, I thought um, it was, and I can't remember exactly which episode, but just here recently in the last few episodes, Alfred finally started acting like his guardian instead of just his butler. It seemed like always before Bruce was like, you know, you're my butler. Uh, shut up. Yeah. <laughs> right, <laughs> yes. Right, right you are, Master Bruce. Um, 
But you know, he's finally like, "No, you little, you little shit." Uh, you know, it's a, <laughs> yes, I'm, I'm your guardian, and you know this. Uh, so I, I liked that part, and uh, it, it might have to do with him. And I think actually Dave brought up this point before on, on one of our shows with agreeing. Okay, Master Bruce, I'll, I'll train you, but you have to do everything that I say. So you know, it could also be that. It's like you, right. you asked me to train you, have your best interest in mind. Well, I'll listen to what I say. Right. Um, but no, I love and always have loved all of their interactions. I think it's a great part of the show. Yeah. What about you, Dave? Yeah, I uh, I didn't anticipate this relationship kind of being um, so kind of brought to the forefront as it has been so far. I think mm-hmm. in, in in the early parts of this of the show, because I, I, I felt like last season it was just all about Bullock and Gordon, mm-hmm. and I feel like those guys have kind of taken a step back almost, and they especially kind of put, Bullock. Yeah. Absolutely, absolutely. Which I'm a little upset by because I, I love that character. I thought they did a good job with him last season. Um and they kind of they kind of took him away uh this season so far. But you know, with Gore, with uh with Bruce and, and Alfred, I think that I think people want to see this. I think the majority of the people want to see how this kid becomes Batman. Right. And that's what they I think they're doing and you know, and Alfred seems to be the one in this incarnation to be the one that kind of pushes him towards that mm-hmm. with training with, you know, uh all the stuff that they will find out and downstairs in the Thomas Wayne um, office. So the Wayne cave. (laughs) Yeah. The Wayne cave. That's good. Uh, But I've liked it. You know, I was, I was a little skeptical of it, especially last season thinking, you know, I don't want to see I don't want to see Bruce. I don't want to see that much of it because he's just a kid. I want to see the Gotham, you know, I want to see Gotham. I want to see the the bad guys and stuff, but in in Gordon, but I got to admit, I, 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 I like how much that they show with him so far. And I think, um, I think, I think David, or David, I think. David, yeah. Call them. Um, David. Uh, uh, oh, oh, oh. Div- Div- oh, there you are. Is he back? Oh, he faded out. Yep. Who was that? Chad? Okay. That was you. There you go. Oh, there you're oh. back. You're coming yeah. back. Yeah, you, we lost you. We lost you. <laughs> yeah. Okay. You got sucked down to Indian Hill. It, it happens. Uh, yeah, I think um, I think David <laughs> surprised them with his acting mm-hmm. because he was so young. And, I mean, they had to take advantage of that. And he's... Amazing, especially oh, once definitely. you had the interactions between um, him and Selena, like mm-hmm. the two of them for being young and that being her first acting thing. Like they do really good. Oh, yeah, for sure. So. If, if there's one complaint I had about the, the whole Alfred Bruce relationship is it felt even after the firing and everything, Yeesh. it felt a little bit like they, they got into this rhythm where Bruce tries to do something. Alfred doesn't trust him because he's a kid. Bruce proves he can do it. Then Alfred helps out. And that right. was like four or five episodes. So it was after the firing and we thought the kind of relationships were solidified and there was equal trust and everything. But, you know, it's a small quibble and it was still still usually pretty interesting. And half the time Alfred was right anyway. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. I want to know what um, Bruce's escape plan was if they didn't all come uh, their guns blazing. He didn't have <laughs> No. Yeah, we said the same uh, thing. Yeah, yeah. See, I, I had a little theory that maybe uh, after Silver shot that dude in the leg, I, uh-huh. and she dropped the gun and they ran off. Maybe he scooped it up on the way out and he had it under the robe or something. Because like he was a bit behind him. Yeah. Oh, that's a good. Mm-hmm. That's a good theory. That's not bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Although at the the same uh, by the same token, they they probably would have searched him after they caught him trying to run away too. But that was a that was a ploy. Yeah. That was part of the plan. Oh, so yeah. they might you know, not that's have. True. That's true. They might not have, though. How awkward would it be with him being tied to a pole trying to go, one minute, reach up <laughs> under his big long robe and be like, let me shoot you first. Hey, everybody close your eyes. Right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Classic Batman trick. Yep. 
yeah. Well, actually, he does that with like throwing the batarang through the lights and stuff. Everyone, close your eyes. Um, <laughs> okay. Uh, speaking of the opposite of light, uh, there there's something that causes light, and that's fire. Wow, that and was we a had... horrible transition. Thank you. Yeah. And uh... yeah, yeah, not structured that at all. Firefly. Yes. Uh, they, they, there was a nice two-episode arc with kind of, uh, it, well, if not the comic book Firefly, the predecessor to maybe the the girl who created the suit of mm-hmm. Firefly, uh, Selena's old buddy from the streets. What did you guys think of Firefly? I think, I think to buy, a little <laughs> knock on this first part of the season. I really think these were kind of the weakest episodes of this. I, th- uh, I think I think Fox TV is censoring. Is, uh, they are censoring <laughs> your opinions because you're breaking up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, no, but I'll I'll echo uh, what Dave was saying. Literally, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. I do think yeah. that arc was um, maybe not. Yeah, maybe not everyone's favorite of of the uh, the season. Um, but but I do like that character, uh, you know, especially from playing the uh, Arkham games. Mm-hmm. You know, Firefly is always uh, is always a favorite. So and we were talking about this, like it, it seems they're kind of playing both sides of the fence. Your diehard comic book fans and people are just tuning in to kind of hear a, a new telling of the story. Uh, so they're giving us the Joker, they're giving us Firefly, they're giving us all these villains, Batman villains, before there's a Batman. Mm-hmm. But to kind of skirt that with the diehard comic book fans, like, oh, well, you know, one day the real Joker will mm-hmm. know of Jerome and take up the mantle, and same thing with Firefly and, and all that. So it's kind of of, eh, kind of the best of both worlds, I would say. So it was uh, it was an enjoyable couple of episodes, I thought. Yeah, yeah I mean, I'll agree with you. I, th- I thought that that two episode arc mm-hmm. was probably the weakest yeah. uh, of the season mm-hmm. uh, or the season so far. But by the same token, I think the second episode was much much stronger than the first episode. Like even even like the characters of her brothers that uh, were mentioned in the trivia, I, I hated them in, in, the, yeah. in the first episode. But in the All second right. episode, they were great. I loved them, especially when they got fried. Barbecue. <laughs> but it, it, it might it might be due to direction because I believe the second episode was directed by a friend of the show, TJ Scott. Scott. Uh, yeah, that yeah. might have. Mm-hmm. He, he he's uh, he always directs my favorite episodes of the show. Yeah, he um, yeah. Uh, Dave, you might be back now if you want to weigh in on Firefly. Am I back? Yeah, I think you yep. are. I, I think you are. Yeah. Um, no, I, I agree. I, I think it's the. Uh, I think that they were they were just weaker episodes. I think she was kind of a, a weaker villain that they brought on in this this, this season. So, um, but yeah, everything you guys said, I agree with. I think I, I, it was it was it was nice. I think a lot of it had to do with Selena's growth a little bit. You know, there were there were kind of her moments a little bit in there. But yeah, in that second episode too was definitely probably the strongest Selena episode they've ever done. I, not, More than you know, Selena Kyle. Yeah, not 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 just in the writing. Uh, but just in, in uh, Cameron's uh, performance, yes. too. I, I thought yeah. it was stellar, for sure. Well, she's she had so many emotions to go through with that. And, mm-hmm. you know, you don't always get emotions from a street kid. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, yeah. I, I will mention uh, Mary H. in the chat room says, I thought she was all right as a character, but she was stupid. Uh, <laughs> she ignored Selena when she told her to leave and then took on the police with nothing more than a flamethrower. Right. Not the brightest ember in the fire. Very true. Very true. Very, Very true. true. Okay, well, the show, um, it's really about one character. It's supposed to be. Yeah, uh, so so I guess we should talk about Fish Mooney. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> 
Jim Gordon. Jim Gordon. I had a very interesting arc, and I thought came off a, way more as a three-dimensional character uh, this season okay. than the first season. But uh, what did you guys think of Jim's whole arc throughout the season? Dave? I think they've done really, yeah. Yeah. Oh, go ahead. Um, no, I think they've, uh, you know, like we talked about with Bruce, I think they've kind of taken Gordon a little step back um, because it is, like you said, it is supposed to be about him, I feel like, but it's it hasn't really been totally. I think it's been kind of leveling off with him and what's going on with Bruce. And then, of course, the villains have kind of, you know, they've brought them up and kind of created their storylines and their backgrounds more. So I think Gordon, even though he's t- kind of taken a step back a, a little bit, I don't, you know, I know, I know we're going to talk about mainly what's going on with him as far as the decisions he's made because I'm not exactly 100% behind a lot of some of the decisions that they've decided to give this character but um, because I I feel like I'm rooting for him to to always kind of make the right decisions and he Mm -hmm. And he did that in the very pilot episode when he didn't kill Penguin. So it was a little difficult to see him cross that line, you know, a couple times almost in this season, if you count the time he kind of defended himself. But um, so I don't know. I'm still rooting for him. I think he's a good character on here. Um, But I I wish personally, I just wish they would keep him along the the straight path and um, and always be that guy that's trying hardest, even though to do what it takes, but still not to cross that line a little bit. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, I, de- I definitely agree with you there. In fact, it's funny you bring up the uh, first episode with Penguin because I, I almost want to say where they took Theo to shoot him might have been the same area of waterfront where he shot Penguin well. in the pilot. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, very, very, very interesting. And he's definitely, uh, he, he's become the kind of cop he was fighting against in the first season, for sure. Very true. Yeah. Uh, yeah Chad, Chad what, what do you think? Is there any hope for Jim Gordon? Do you think he's salvageable? <clears throat> Um, I think so. Um, It's interesting. It's almost like... In in the comics, Jim Gordon is the one kind of being the conscious conscience for uh, Batman. Mm-hmm. Possibly the way this is going, it might in the future become the other way around, <laughs> where where uh, you know Batman. Not that we'll ever really get a Batman in the show, but uh, just hypothetically, he would be the one telling Gordon, you know, you've got to you've got to stay on uh, without without. Cro- there's there's rules, you know, uh, <laughs> or at least one rule. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Not to break, but um, but I don't know. This is the middle of the second season. We could see that come around. Um, I think possibly it might be easier to know the line that you can't cross after you have crossed it once before, possibly. Yeah. But I do kind of feel like in the first season, uh, you know, Bullock being the the experienced detective, you know, is like, oh, come on, Jim, it's Gotham. There is no line. Now Bullock seems more like... Uh, a, a cuddly character. I, you know, I couldn't have seen Bullock have taken that shot for some reason now in, in season two. Mm-hmm. So it's just, he seems to have more of a conscience and, and everything. Um, yeah, they, which they've w- both pulled each other in yeah, the opposite yeah, direction. Well, exactly. Like, I think it was Fish that was really pulling Bullock to the darker side because they were whatever they were. Um, like <laughs> they were making they, out in that one episode. They were making out in that one episode, whatever. Oh. But, like, they were the ones who would go to each other. And mm. now that she's not there, he doesn't really have that. He got out of the game. He had a fiance. Who knows if she's still around? We haven't heard from her in a while. <laughs> but I don't know. 
I don't know. Yeah, I, I think if nothing else, his actions this season are going to... Because in the first season, he was very uh, very much pro-law and order, very anti-vigilante justice. Mm-hmm. And I think if nothing else, uh, his actions this season, even if he does recover from them, are going to make him much more open to a character like Batman who doesn't have to work within the confines of the law right. coming in there and cleaning up the city. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. If Batman ever shows up, he probably... Who would he be? Alfred? I think it's Alfred. It's Alfred would make a good Batman, mm-hmm. actually. <laughs> okay, uh, so let's talk about someone who wouldn't make a good Batman at all. No, not at all. Uh, Barbara. Barbara. Uh, Jim's ex. Barbara. <laughs> They're snorting into the mic. <laughs> crazy, crazy I think I know piece. their opinions. <laughs> okay, well, you know, wait, well, let's hear them out. Okay. It, it might not, it might be more nuanced than the chuckles and the guffaws. Might okay, be. okay. <laughs> what did you guys think about uh, Barbara's villainous turn this season? Uh, no, I was right. I was right. <laughs> no, it, it, to me, it seemed a little forced. I don't know. Uh, um, you know, she kills her parents at the end of the first season, and then all of a sudden she is this force to be reckoned with, and she's this she's a she's in the rogues gallery just like everyone else is you know from the comics um and she succeeds in a lot of her villainy you know um and i just i don't know it it was an interesting turn one that i don't think Mm -hmm. most people saw coming um especially if you do follow the comic book you're like well this is gonna be jim's wife this is gonna be batgirl's mom uh you know uh surely she's not gonna oh nope she did she you know So right. that so that was weird, um, but I guess they did it to uh, to really push Jim's character and to have that whole you know triangle love triangle with Lee and and all of them. Um, but ultimately, I was always kind of like, eh. Mm-hmm. That's my expert uh, expert statement right there. Eh. I was kind of. I I definitely felt like it was it felt it was a little weird that she just uh, sat there tapping her foot for four or five episodes until Theo gave her the okay to strike it, uh, Jim. Like if she was that crazy, she wouldn't have been waiting around for his plan to enact. You know, she was just one of the pawns. She was one of his pawns. Mm -hmm. She was one of like Tabby 95% of the time didn't do anything unless he gave the okay. Yeah. So she really just sort of filtered in there and, you know, she complained she was bored, you know, got there. We got there. I mean, I don't. Like, I don't know. She could have used a little longer in Arkham. <laughs> keep her tied up for a little while. Okay, well, since Dave, Dave is abstaining from stating his opinion on Barbara as she was, do you think <laughs> there's any hope for the character? Do you think there there's any redemption in Barbara's future? Do you think we could see that? I, um, I, I don't see how there... Uh, to be honest, I don't see how there could be. Um, I mean, she would technically go to jail for life um, with the amount of murders and criminal activity she's been involved with. So I, I just don't see how there's any way which is okay uh, you know we talked about it on our show i think it mm. i think it's okay if you separate her from the gordon mythology and 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 she is not the mother of you know batgirl or whatever and um and i agree with chad wholeheartedly where i think i think when they sat i feel like when they sat down and they had all these ideas for all these characters i felt like they just thought well what are we gonna do with barbara oh let's just make her a villain because this rise of the villains mm. and th- that's what it felt like to me and 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 i wasn't um you know, I wasn't too thrilled with a lot of her uh, her character at the end of last season. So the way they rolled it in this season just doesn't it didn't really fly with me. Now, you know, I know a lot of people 
went with it, and I think it, I think it ultimately did add to the show. I think I think pe- mm-hmm. most people I think welcomed it and thought it was hey, finally they did something with this character. But um, I'm just not I'm just not personally liking how they they handle it. And, uh, you know, I really thought that they were killing her off, to be honest, when, when she mm-hmm. fell. Um, so, but obviously she, she lived. So we'll see what happens to her. Yeah. Well, I mean, they, to be fair too, they did leave her in a state where, uh, she doesn't have to come back. That's right. Like, uh, right. They, they never they need a to reason to yeah, bring her back. Definitely. Okay. Well, uh, and this is probably again, even more so than Jim Gordon or Theo Gallivan, kind of the headline of the season. Now it's time to <laughs> look, look at this Joker. Look at this Joker. Well, He's this really joke. cool. He's busting cheerleaders after school. He's lighting their bus on fire. That Joker. It's time to look at that Joker. And that Joker, (laughs) of course, is... We do that every episode. Every episode. Uh, it, it's a thing. It's a, it's a bad thing. <laughs> we do it. But but uh, it, Jerome, uh, the the Jerome. either proto Joker or future Joker or always uh, Joker, someone that the Joker was impersonating, or we're not sure yet. It could go any way. Uh, but he he's likely dead. Maybe. Dead. What did you guys think of Jerome overall in in that three episode arc he had? I think it was the best. Um, I think it was the best arc in my opinion this season. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he stole the show those those three episodes um and the one episode he was in last season I thought he was right. phenomenal mm-hmm. that was one of my um, favorites from last season absolutely um well wasn't that supposed to be the finale for last season yeah, too think, before they did before the extension so it felt right like that totally so so I'm I'm, I'm a huge fan of, of Jerome I'm a huge fan of that storyline I felt I felt like the way they explained the Joker you know mythology that carries mm-hmm. on I thought that was actually pretty brilliant because all all us Gotham um, Batman fans wanted was uh, not to have an origin story for the Joker. Mm-hmm. We've got an origin story for a Joker, not the Joker. So I thought that was pretty brilliant on their their side, their part as far as writers. I, how, how did you react when uh, when Theo popped him side in the neck? Well, I I I figured that was going to happen. I think that's the only way you you know once they. Well, I, I felt like he wasn't going to be the Joker once these things started happening because, mm-hmm. you know, we're, you're either going to have to lock him away until, you know, years later. Um, and then maybe he keeps breaking out and stuff like that. But again, then you have a guy that has an origin story. So I felt like they had to do it some way. And, um, in the end, when that happened, it's like, yeah, that's, that's the right way to do it. You have, you have to kill him off. I SSP body in the chat room I mentions if they bring back Theo but not Jerome like via India Indian Hill or something I'm going to scream. Uh, I think so. I think the collective Gotham <laughs> fandom will scream for yeah. that one because okay. yeah. Chad. Well, I don't know. Well, what about you guys? Are you? Oh, go ahead. How do you guys feel about the the Joker story? I I, I really enjoyed it. I thoroughly enjoyed yeah, it. Yeah, I, I I love that Jerome was kind of a combination of every Joker we've ever seen in any type mm-hmm. of media. Like it it times he felt like Hamill's Joker. At times he felt like Nicholson. At times he felt like uh, Heath Ledger. Even mm-hmm. you, you know, I I thought uh, Cameron uh, Mongahan, I mm-hmm. think it is, uh, yeah. did did a phenomenal job uh, w- with the role, and even Mark Hamill. Uh, I guess enjoyed, enjoyed his performance on there. I, I'm I'm a little bit of a different Batman fan in that I I don't know I I grew up on the uh, my first introduction to the Batman comics was all the Silver Age books where Joker did have an origin story where the Red Hood uh, story was the Joker's origin story for years and years and years until the Killing Joke. So I never really had that big of a problem mm-hmm. with him having an origin. But it, it, so I mean if they continue Jerome's story, I'd be completely okay with it. Mm-hmm. But at the same 
same time, I really like that ending montage they had with everyone seeing him on TV and laughing. The and laughing. Them kind of pointing out, uh, maybe this wasn't the Joker's origin story, but this is the, inspiration the origin for the story Joker. of the madness that can create someone like the Joker. I kind of right. like totally. that, too, for sure. Well, yeah, that- I'm... I'm always oh, sorry, Emery. No, go ahead. No, I was just saying I'm, I agree with you, but I'm I'm I would I think me and Chad both are we're four origins, you know, mm-hmm. uh, kind of where they come from. And I think you know the Killing Joke is one of those books where you can look at and say yes, there's a little origin of of a guy that becomes the Joker, but you don't know his name, you don't know his his background or his parents. You get into that, I think it's a, that becomes a true origin, you know. And and even now to this day, like as far as the you know DC continuity in the comics, they still don't know who he is. You know, mm. there's an issue with Justice League where Batman becomes um, a new god yeah. and finally learns his name, even though he doesn't say it out loud. So we don't know. But, um, you know, stuff like that. I think it's really, really unique for that character. And I think that's what I think I just that's one of the things I hope is preserved. Mm. Hey, what about you, Chad? What did you think about Jerome? <laughs> Jerome? uh well, I agree with you, Bill, wholeheartedly. Um, there was even times where you had one sentence where you heard the Hamill and you heard the Nicholson and you heard uh, the Ledger all in one sentence. And it, it was just awesome. Uh, I thought he, he looked like the Joker, the Joker. <laughs> he sounded like it. Uh, great actor. I I was completely on board. I mean, once we kind of got past the, oh, <laughs> he shouldn't have a what, what are they doing? <laughs> you know, <laughs> once we, you know, calm down and, and just let it play out, uh, I thought it was perfect. You know, just like I said, like earlier, they're just kind of playing both sides of the fence. Your your hardcore comic book fans who like that mythology, and then people who are like, "Give us Joker, we want." You know, I, I think it uh, satiated both sides um, in the most perfect way. Uh, Mary H in the chat room mentions that the whole magic act in uh, the last laugh reminded her of the of sixty six uh, Batman sixty six and the Christmas with the Joker episode. I of uh, Batman the animated series uh so yeah just so much uh they 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 definitely respected the character like uh they 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 treated him right and i i i i don't think uh okay so if they did bring him back if they do bring him back and he does become the joker and he's the definitive joker are you guys going to be upset see i don't think they will ever say Hey, everyone who's watching Gotham, this is, in fact, the definitive Joker. No. Uh, I, because, you know, the comics since 1938, uh, or what is that right, um, ha- has mm-hmm. remained so shady as far as what his backstory is. It could be this, or it could be that, or it's maybe a little bit of both. Um, and, you know, just like in uh, The Dark Knight, uh, uh, the Joker's, his telling of his own origin story kept changing. Right. You know, which I thought was brilliant, and that's so great. So I think they might, well, I do think they'll bring it back. And when they do, I think they will give us more, but it could be, is it this, is it that, is it true, is it not? And ultimately, the viewer is left to decide whether they accept that that is a real Joker or not. Because I think when Gotham goes off the air, uh, if it gets the proper run that it should, I think it's when Bruce puts on the tights. You know, just just like Smallville. When he puts on the cape, that's the end of the show. I think it's going to be the same thing for this. So then there might be a little hint of he and the Joker just starting out in their ultimate back and forth battle. But I don't think they're ever going to be like, yeah, this, this is a real Joker. I mean, kind of, why would they? Right. Yeah, I, I I like that though. I, I I would almost like that last shot to be you know Batman going out on his first night or something, and you just hear laughing off in the distance, and they never exactly. show if it's exactly. Or not. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that something like fun. that would be really good. Uh huh. 
Yeah. Okay. Uh, well, I do have uh, Selena and Silver on here, but I don't want to talk about them. So we're going to no, skip ahead okay. <laughs> and no. talk about the big revelation yeah. uh, of Indian Hill. Uh, what did you guys think about this this whole uh, concept? Where well, fish is in a tank for one. You know, <laughs> she's in a fish tank. <laughs> a fish tank. Yeah. Uh-huh. What did What did you guys think of the possibilities of Indi- Indi- Indian Hill? I can't talk. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just, mm-hmm. I think it's a uh, I think it's an outstanding addition to the show, to be honest, because you know every, every it's all it's always usually about Arkham, and everybody goes to Arkham and then breaks out. Everybody goes to Arkham and breaks out. But um, this this part is is interesting because they're bringing a very supernatural superpower aspect to the show that to be honest i didn't really think would would be um would come about on this show because i really hope and so but with that said what i really hope to see is that angle where maybe we get guys like clayface out of this maybe we get guys Mm -hmm. like killer croc out of this Mm -hmm. man bat you know solomon grundy Grundy. oh man that would be incredible (laughs) Um, so you, you, you open it up, you open the doors to those type of characters now, which again, don't really have to be Batman villains. They can be villains now, um, in this, in this, in this part of the, the timeline. So, um, and I, and I've always been intrigued by Hugo Strange. So I'm very, very interested to see, see him when he gets on the show and, and how he develops these, these, whatever's going on down there. Yeah. I, I, I'm definitely, uh, I, I kind I kind of saw this coming back in episode five of season one. Viper uh, when at the end of the episode they discovered mm. the uh, where I think it was Warehouse 39 uh, where the, all the Wayne Enterprises experiments were going on and where the drug had been developed uh, from Viper and it, I was like you know that's going to end up being kind of a, a source for all the supernatural characters in the show and then when they they bring you down to indian hill and they show that wayne enterprises is, inv- is involved in everything mm-hmm. i was just like they did it i'm so excited <laughs> but uh chad, chad what do you think are you, are you are you pumped oh definitely yeah um yeah i agree with everything that, that dave said it's a uh, it's a very genius device to introduce into the show and um you know like dave and i were talking last show as long as they do the same quality of uh, CG like the Flash is doing with you know some of their characters, uh, yes, we welcome Clayface or you know Solomon Grundy, like you said, uh, any of those. I think it's it's perfect, and it's also this great area of mystery. You know, it, it's. Um, Who's going to come back? Who's not? You know, what's what's going to come from there? What's all behind it? And hopefully, we get a lot of those questions answered in the second half. Oh yeah. You know, one one question we were wondering is, what do you guys think? Do you, is Scarecrow down there? You know, I could well, I, I completely could forgot about. Yeah, I could see that because <laughs> last we saw him, he was strapped to a bed in the yeah. in, in the hospital, right? Yeah, I could definitely see. I that. I could see that. Like a. Mm-hmm. Because he didn't have anybody mm-hmm. else. Like, he was alone. So, off he goes. Yeah, I, and, and spoilers. Uh, skip ahead 30 seconds if you don't want to hear spoilers. But we, we know that uh, Ivy Pepper is coming back this season. So I wonder if she's going to end up down there somehow. Like, uh, you know, she died yeah. of uh, dysentery on the streets or something <laughs> like that. They just bring her in. Yeah. Like... They'd be like, hey, little girl, do you want dinner? Sure. Okay, what do you want? Yeah. Like, she'll, she'll be like, oh, you want me to drink this? Okay, let me drink it. Like, that's the type of character she is, and I thoroughly enjoy that. Yeah, hey, Ivy, we got some conditioner you might want to put on your hair for once. Why don't you just come on down? Here you you want to comb, little girl? Yeah. This is called soap. Yeah. Oh, you, have wow. a, you have a bird's nest on your head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I, I, I'm definitely glad too because uh, I, I don't think any of the uh, live action 
versions of Batman have had really any any of the supernatural villains uh, that Ooh. Batman is really known for. I mean, half of his rose, rogues ga- rose gallery, uh, <laughs> rogues, <laughs> rogues gallery is made up of, you know, villains that either have superpowers or they're, you know, mystical or magical in nature. So it, it, right. it'll be a lot of fun to see those kind of characters in live action for sure. Okay. okay. Um, let's see here. Okay. Uh, w- down to some more granular about? topics now. Uh, w- what were uh, your favorite episodes? Or each of you, which was your favorite episode? Um, you can't pick more than one. Can't pick more than one. Wow. <laughs> yeah. um, I would say the um, the second one in the arc of the first three. I think it was a knock knock. Yeah. Um, that, that was by far um, just jaw dropping. You know, especially like when they when they got into the police station and just started gunning down yeah. officers. I mean, I was wide. We were watching that, and I was just I couldn't believe what I was watching. I, I was like, this is this is Gotham. This is awesome. <laughs> uh, and. Uh, so that, that by far, and then, you know, and, and him, uh, Jerome getting on the, the TV and, you know, doing the Heath Ledger, uh, you know, kind of, uh, into the camera talking to the Gothamites and the city of Gotham. And I thought that was just a phenomenal episode. I was, I was, and, and I was, compa- I found myself comparing them all after that to that one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Actually, that ended up being my favorite too. I, mm-hmm. it, it, that was one of those episodes that definitely made you think this is on network television. Yeah. Really? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, another thing I really liked about that is because episode one, as, as far as Theo was concerned, it made me wonder who he was. Uh, but then episode two made me realize, oh, this guy's going to be a major, major threat. Like, I thought he was going to be like maybe someone off working in the background in the distance, not really doing too much until later on in the season. But no, I and I mean, obviously, he had people stepping in there and doing things for him. But it made me realize what a big threat he really was because he was working on very high concept stuff like ultra the uh, mentality of the city, you know, right. uh, th- through the hashtag maniacs. And right. uh, I, I also really uh, enjoyed the, the entire Alfred Bruce dynamic in the episode, too, with uh, Al- or Bruce firing Alfred and him yeah, coming back. back with his tail between his legs. And also, uh, again, I really enjoyed uh, Alfred bringing Lucius Fox in mm-hmm. on everything. And how he brought him in. And how they trapped him down there in that cave for like two months. Apparently. Uh, working on that computer. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody yeah. noticed he was missing. <laughs> All right, Chad. What was your favorite episode? Yeah, I'm gonna have to agree. I mean, I was I was looking at the episodes and like, well, what else could I pick? But but I mean, it really is that one. It's it's the second uh, episode. Mm-hmm. Knock knock is the uh, yeah. Uh, that's I mean, the, the, the third one, um, the last laugh was also very good. Um, but ultimately, yeah, the second is the fave so far. I and Amory, I I, I actually picked yeah. I actually picked last laugh. Um, I just liked how it seemed to like already explode and we're like this is only the third episode how is like mm-hmm. we already have a major character dying this is happening here bruce and alfred are split up like there was just so much going on and so much of the crazy that i just i thoroughly enjoyed that and also like you just didn't expect them to already kill off jerome mm-hmm. and it left you going okay where are they gonna go now <laughs> Because I thought he was sticking around for the whole season. See, I, I was just very slightly divided on Jerome in that episode. Because on the one hand, I I love anything with magic, with magicians. Yes. And I really loved his costume. But I felt like in that whole scene, his performance was a little weird or off. Uh, but it might have just been me. He was pretending to be a magician while trying to kill people. Yeah, I guess so. I so, mean, so that's a little, there was a, little a lot off. going on. Conceptually, that's yeah. a little Yeah, there's, there's a lot going on there. <laughs> okay, uh, SS Peabody in the chat room says, 
was uh, the favorite episode was Mommy's Little Monster and Mary H. Loved the Maniacs arc mm-hmm. uh, just in general. Which, yeah, that that was they they, they came out swaying uh, this season for, for, oh. for sure. What's that? Uh, Mary points out she's like I was wondering why they had two cannibals this season. One that they broke out of Arkham and one that was hired later in the season. Which they, he's uh, not gone yet because I mean he he only went to jail so yeah. he'll be back. Flamingo. Yeah, it's yeah. the flamingo with his feather. I, I wish he had looked a little bit more like the comic book version with like the the pink like jacket and stuff. Oh yeah, I, I, oh, yeah. I was just pumped that they finally uh, brought a Grant Morrison original character onto the show because Grant Morrison's run on Batman is one of my favorite runs on Batman ever. So I was definitely glad to see him. Okay, but you know we're talking characters. Why don't we talk favorite characters? Uh, Chad, what was your favorite character this season? This season, uh, ooh, that is a tough one. I. <laughs> You're supposed to already have these. Well, I know. Well, yeah, I'm just, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna act like the webcam froze for a second. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't help that we laugh and uh, turn the camera off because he. Oh uh, yeah, that's right. Um, wait a second. Wait a second. Do it again. Wh- <laughs> He's frozen. He's frozen. <laughs> uh. I well, I I don't want to pick, but there's definitely some front runners. Um, what they did with Nigma, you know, the birth of the pre Riddler, I guess, uh, or the Priddler. <laughs> sounds bad. Um, that's bad. But also, uh, I would like to call Bruce and Alfred one character, <laughs> and just say that they together are are one of my favorite uh, characters. Alfred, Alfred. Yeah. Yeah, Bralford. Bralford. Uh, Bralford and the Priddler uh, are, you know, coming this fall on Fox is, is great. But um, but for the show being about Jim Gordon, it's it, it's not Jim Gordon. I know that. I know that much. Uh, but I would have to say Ed or, you know, Bruce Alfred. Bralford. Yeah, you're definitely right. I, Jim, I, well, I think he was a lot more three-dimensional this season than he was last season. He still wasn't anywhere near the most interesting uh, character on the show. Yeah. Yeah. Anne Marie, what was your favorite? I like Crazy Barbara. <laughs> I don't care what you all say. <laughs> I I enjoy. Hold on, wait a there's, a, there's a bird flying out of my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't understand it. But. Um, I don't know. Like there was just something about because last season she she did this. She started off pretty fun, and then she just got really, really vanilla. If negative vanilla, I don't really know what you would call that. She just you didn't care. She was gone, <laughs> whatever. And then she comes back, kills her parents, and just goes nuts. And I I don't know. I I enjoy the crazy. I enjoyed it starting to build up a little bit last season with yeah. whatever her relationship was with Selena with the no just wear this dress and do your hair like this like just seeing where that would go and how it sort of swerved I don't know yeah, big, swerve. <laughs> big swerve big swerve but I'm just curious to see like what her end game will end up being like is she actually going to try and kill Jim again or marry him probably both. Go either? Kill, yeah, probably both kill marry something else the classic game yes yes uh, and that third one I guess is well they have a lot of people for that one too yeah Jada didn't make that one okay Jada did not make that one okay um, oh yeah I will mention that Zuko's enemy in the chat room says being a big Robin fan the intro of John Grayson and Mary Lloyd Grayson mm-hmm. uh, fair enough but that was season one that was season one so we're gonna have to dock you some points yes ssp buddy however says oswald the couple put well everyone loves that definitely that's first season he was definitely my favorite Mm -hmm. first season but Mm -hmm. uh, at least the half first part of the second season he has you know yeah but i think second season or (laughs) second part of second season uh it's too complicated (laughs) yeah the re-rising of the penguin yes the (laughs) re-rising 
uh, the the leavening of the penguin. Uh, Dave, mm-hmm. what about you? What, what was your favorite character? Um, it was it was it's easy to kind of go with Jerome, even though he kind of but he since he kind of went out early. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I I think overall I it, it was Ed it was Ed Nigma. Um, I, I I'm so intrigued by where he's going, and I think um, you know um, Corey, I think his name is right. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, Corey, Corey Michael Smith. Smith. He is playing that phenomenally, and, and, mm-hmm. and when they started doing the the two sides and um, the two persons, I, I just mm-hmm. I felt like that was that was really good for the character and really good for the show. And I, I, I and I really love how he progressed just in this first half. So I, I'm I'm a big I'm a big fan of his. Excellent. Okay. And as for me, I I, I picked a, a very a one appearance character just because I, I I enjoyed him so much, and that's the knife uh, from mm-hmm. I think it was like episode nine or ten, something like ten. that. The the dude that uh, Bruce hires to uh scare silver yes. mm-hmm. uh I, I i loved him because he just he felt like a psychotic doctor who to me i <laughs> he, he, he he was a great actor uh both the character and the performer mm-hmm. and uh he, he kept me guessing the whole time i like i i didn't realize until he uh came out indicating that he had cut off bruce's fingers that it was a scam like i i, I did not see that coming at all i and uh you know he's he, he might be uh for me the most compelling one-off villain we've had on this show obviously the bigger villains like pengy pants and, uh, mr uh, pengy pants and and the priddler and uh <laughs> and, and the rest here on gilligan's and island rest <laughs> um no no they, they definitely all are super strong super awesome main reasons i watched the show but i i thought the knife was just a wonderful one-off villain although i do hope we see him again though. that's the thing i really expected him to show up in that last crew of like jim and alfred and penguin and all of them storming in to save Bruce mm-hmm. because well you know Bruce paid him <laughs> like all right you good people I'll save you but yeah he's right. good He's good. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I did have favorite storyline arc in here, but I think we kind of addressed We've kind that. of addressed those, uh, uh, yeah. So uh, how about we, we get into theory time? What, what do you guys think are going to is going to happen in the next half of Gotham? Uh, Chad, you go first. Um, I think it's going to get cold. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I forgot about him. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so I much think... happened that episode. I, you know, we, we almost forget that Mr. Freeze was introduced. That's right. I think um, the, the second half of the season will be mainly around, uh, and I don't even want to say the rise of Mr. Freeze, because I think he's already arisen. Um, So I hope we get to, in one way or another, see the rise, whether it's in flashback or just in, um, you know, I want to see that human story of uh, Victor Freeze and Nora, you know, just like from the animated series. I mean, that was such a good episode. My favorite episode of the animated series was the the Mr. Freeze arc. Um, So I hope we get that, because that's just such a such a great story arc but um i i don't know if you listened to uh we we did a little interview with uh john stevens the executive producer before the season started and he was telling us a little bit about mr freeze because mm-hmm. they were just starting to break mm-hmm. the story and he said specifically that they were using that episode as kind of a jumping off point uh for this okay. version of mr freeze so so i, th- I think you're gonna get your wish you'll get bits of your wish at least good 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 yes um but i, I think uh you know the penguin is has got to um, I guess get his act back together and regain the the throne to be the king of Gotham um, because really who's in his way now 
Galavan's gone. We don't have Maroni. We don't have Falcone. Uh, we don't have Fish. So who's really in his way? Um, right. Maybe a player to be named later? I don't know. but I could see maybe uh, the lady uh, yes. standing in his way a little bit. I'd like to see her back. Powerful. Right. That is true. That is true. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's yeah. my prediction. <laughs> Dave, what about you, sir? Yeah, I think um, I'm kind of going to go the other way. I know the introduced freeze, but I, I think I, – I, I, at least what I, I, I guess part of me is this is part of me what I hope is going to happen. I hope they do a little bit of freeze, but I hope they kind of move past that after maybe a, one or two arcs and, and really get into what's coming out of this Indian Hill stuff. So, right. I, you know, we're obviously going to see Hugo Strange, too, and, and what he's doing down there. So I, 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 I want to see some... I want to see a couple of villains come out of there that are going to be pretty powerful and, and hard to stop and, and, and make us kind of sit back and go, wow, this is happening on this show. So, mm-hmm. uh, you know, that's, that's what I hope to happen. But what I think is probably going to happen is a lot of what Chad said. I think, I think freeze will probably take a pretty big part of this next half of the season. And, and, and maybe the Indian Hill stuff kind of gets slowly progressed. And then maybe at the end kind of kicks off what's going to happen maybe into season three. Yeah, That's actually a uh, fe- feeds right into my big, theory for what's going to happen next season is I think, like you said, you know, that Indian Hill stuff is going to keep building and building. And then like towards the end of the season, maybe for the season finale, there's going to be sort of like a Nightfall-esque breakout of all of these supernatural Uh characters from Indian Hill. And the city is going to be under siege and there's going to be no Batman to save them. And it's going to be all on Jim Gordon's shoulders. I I think that's when Superman comes and saves the day. (laughs) (laughs) But he's just a little boy. Right. <laughs> but but uh, I, I definitely, um, I felt like the Order of St. Dumas, uh, I, I was hoping that it was going to be like city and chaos, like them mm-hmm. running through the streets. But they really they really didn't do that. They had like one or two big fight Moments. scenes. And they then, were a letdown. Yeah, a bit. Like They I, were a letdown. I, I was wanting to see them like jumping off rooftops and yeah, like something. just filling the streets. More, not 12 dudes walking down the road and stabbing a cop. Uh, <laughs> so hopefully... Uh, an Indian Hill breakout would would bring that mass chaos that we see in storylines like which sort of leads into my prediction of hashtag maniacs rise again Mm. in some way like now they're all like manipulated by Doctor Strange Mm -hmm. there's you know that difference but still in a sense working together I don't mean oh like you think maybe all the all the hashtag maniacs are in Indian Hill getting worked on for the best of our knowledge they are Mm because they almost all of them went through the morgue very true so so we don't know who's the one pulling them mm-hmm. from within there. Maybe it's Lee. No, probably not. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> you know my thoughts on her. Pray what are your thoughts on Lee? I hate Lee. Oh, wow. what? I hate Lee. What? I liked her last year. Last year she was interesting. This year she's just pregnant. This year for the first three <laughs> episodes she was eye candy, and then and then she became Prager Pants. Right, Prager McGregor. I like to call her. Yeah, she just... Okay, it's the same thing that happened with Barbara last season where she was interesting and then she got really boring. Mm-hmm. But now it's happening with Lee where she was really interesting. I liked her with Jim Gordon. And now I could give two craps about her. <laughs> I'm like, she doesn't do anything. And then she's like, I'm pregnant. I'm like, no. <laughs> Go away. Go live on a farm. <laughs> it, what, what do you guys think about that whole revelation? Because we didn't address that at all. Well, I think it was necessary because she actually is pregnant. Right. Yeah, yeah. With his uh, child. By Jim, by Jim Gordon. <laughs> Gordon. So, yeah. yeah, it remains to be seen how they're going to, you know, where they're going to take that. 
Um, but I think it was just out of necessity, so their hands are kind right. of tied, really. Mm. Nah, she could have gone think, off to a conference. <laughs> yeah, well, I think she, I think because of that, she, she may uh, go off the show for a little while. Kind of, um, yeah. you know, Gordon sends her to a different city to, to mm-hmm. you know, rest up and have the baby or something like that. So she could be gone for a little while, actually. Yeah, I, I think if uh, if she does end up marrying him or something, though, I'm going to lose all respect for the character uh, completely. Which character, Jim uh, or Lee? For Lee? For Lee? For Lee? Because I mean, obviously, she has issues with how Jim's been behaving. She's, She's behaving- been psycho analyzing the crap out of him too he's behaving mm-hmm. more and more like that and if, if she accepts the marriage proposal just because she's pregnant I mean I'm going to lose a bit of respect yeah we don't need to go there just okay gun to your head sorry about that but I like pointing guns at people you heads. really do it's a problem uh, let's get critical uh, what's one thing uh, you think the show could improve on no more Gorkins uh, no more Gorkins go. whoever goes first that he just wants me to shut up <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> no I think they've done uh, I think they've found their rhythm in the sense where they mm-hmm. you know like we talked we've talked about already how they've developed good arcs you know over a couple episodes and then kind of move on to the next arc um, but there's still that one underlying story that's going on so it's very comic book like like so I think they found that but I think the one thing they can stand doing is you know they, they touted the season as rise of the villains which they gave the villains I think all of the character and all of this storyline mm-hmm. i want to i want more from the heroes you know i, I yeah. you know what those other dc shows that i watch arrow and flash and even supergirl right now to be honest you, you you're rooting for the good guys and i feel like we're not getting that in this in this series yet and I want to root for Gordon. I want to root for Bullock. I want to root for Bruce. But I feel like they're kind of putting more into the villains right now. So, which is good for the show, I think, because it's. It, I think it's helped people kind of watch again. But, um, but uh, I just, I don't know. I think they can improve on Gordon and Bullock a lot. Yeah, I, I definitely hope uh, our heroes are a bit clearer uh, by the end of the season. But right. at the same time, I kind of feel like Gotham lends itself to that, Dark. like that murkiness, uh, but not too, <gasps> but not too moiky. <laughs> uh, you know that that mor- moral ambiguity, uh, but but I, I can definitely see your point too, and I, I really hope the lines are a bit more clear- clearly drawn drawn by the time the season uh, wraps. Uh, Chad, mm-hmm. what about you? Um, <clears throat> I think they could keep people around longer. Like obviously they're gonna mm-hmm. they're gonna keep uh, Penguin and Ed and uh, you know Selena and everyone around, but as far as like a threat, like I I wish that Falcone was still around. I liked I love him. Falcone. I you know, I liked him being the the big the biggest of the of the mobsters or the gangsters, you know, and and I just thought Penguin got to where he got too quickly uh and so i wish because what happens in comic books you know they they fight put them in jail later break out there's another you know and it seems like most of gotham villains ends in death now you know it's interesting with indian hill they could come back so that's cool but um so i wish there was there was more ongoing struggle um like Dave said, uh, I would like to be more interested in who the show is supposed to be about. Gordon, I would like for Bullock to come back. And I would, last last season we had the, oh, what's the Bullock-ism of this episode? And we just mm-hmm. haven't had that at all this season, really. Um, 
and uh, I had a third thing, but it's escaping me. What uh, what was it? Oh, well, you know, one thing that's interesting about Gotham is, you know, we watch it every Monday. Um, so we don't get to experience it like if someone waits till the whole first season is out and they watch it on Netflix. But I feel like that it's not one of those shows where you finish an episode and you're like, I've got to watch the next one. But I got to find out what happens. Mm-hmm. That doesn't happen in Gotham as much. It's better this season, I think, than last season. But I wish it was it was that uh, Netflix binge watch type of show. They're like, what's going to happen next? I have to find out next episode. Yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah I can definitely see that because it's like I, I never feel like I, I have to watch the episode, next episode to find out. Out what happens it's more like i sit down every monday night and i know i'm gonna be entertained yep. you know i feel satisfied at the end of the episode mm-hmm. typically oh, oh yeah but it's not one of those like nah. yeah yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. which i think they could get there i think you know they're they're, kind they're, of they're building up to it yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. i mean just they've been amping the entire season mm-hmm. it feels like so i'm sure you know just you know keep on going yeah and mm-hmm. if nothing else i think every episode ends with a sort of what the fun moment yes uh, you know for sure yeah <laughs> uh, but my, my big criticism is that you know they, they make these announcements at the beginning of every season or half season about all these series regulars they're bringing on and then they never use them for anything. Uh, Toy and Allen. Toy and Allen. Allen. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, what happened to them? Exactly. Uh, They they were one of the cops uh, that Jerome shot off screen, I guess. Apparently. Because this has been some major crimes this season. Yeah. We could have used them. And a lot of uh, shadiness by Jim Gordon. I know. They'd have loved that. They'd have loved it. (laughs) But, uh, you know, characters like Lucius Fox, Harvey Dent, and even Butch to a degree, although he did have pretty decent he did but you know now that he has his mallet what's he doing he he's nowhere he he's he he is training at (laughs) whack-a-mole he's just getting really good at it i was born for this he's like i can't i I can't i can't run an illicit business anymore i'm gonna become the whack-a-mole champion champ I like it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I, I just hope uh, next half season they, they include more of the uh, series regulars uh, that they brought on this show. Well, I think we're definitely going to see more Lucius Fox and Harvey Dent for sure. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure Butch will reappear somewhere. I really hope he doesn't go the mm-hmm. way of the Montoya and Allen yeah. where he gets, you know, a good arc or two in the very beginning and then off he goes. Mm-hmm. Okay, guys. Well, we usually end up end every episode, every discussion with an arbitrary scale. Oh, so this will be good. Let's see. On a scale of uh, 1 to 22 uh, episodes of Blalford and the Priddler. <laughs> Uh, how many episodes of Blauford and the Pridler, or Browford, Browford and the Pridler? Browford and Pridler. Uh, half season. <laughs> it's a full order. Twenty-two episodes. And this is out of twenty-two. Out of, yeah, 22. out of twenty-two. So from zero. You should be very grateful that it's a twenty-two. It's normally ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, I would give it an eighteen. Eighteen. Okay. Why? Because it's it's better than uh, average, obviously, but it's not perfect. Um, but it's uh, it's solid. I, th- I would think an eighteen out of twenty two would be uh, you know pretty dang solid. Um, so it's it's uh, enjoyable and uh, enjoyable enough to always want to come back and always leave satisfied. Mm-hmm. Excellent. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, Dave. Out of twenty two episodes of Ralford and the Priddler, uh, it's it's a it's a sitcom actually. Uh, but <laughs> how many episodes would you give it? Uh, 
13. 13. Oh. 13. Yeah. Oh. You got to explain that, man. Yep. Mm-hmm. Well, I think you can get solid episodes just in 13, and that's all you <laughs> He's need. like, well, we've only had 11 episodes, so. <laughs> <laughs> One yeah. episode for each episode. There you go. Plus two. Excellent. Okay, Anne-Marie. I'm liking the 18. The 18. I'm liking the 18. As I tend to say, there's always room for improvement. Mm-hmm. There's always going to be more. Get rid of Lee. And I'll be a happy camper. That's fair. I hate her. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> she makes me twitchy. Okay, I'm, I'm going to give it uh, 20 episodes of Ralford and uh, the, the Priddler. And 16 episodes of the Priddler? Uh, with, with the possibility <laughs> of a two-part season finale. Oh. Uh, just because I, TV I, really, movie? I really, really enjoyed it. And I, I really think if, if you look at if you just look at the first three episodes, this, mm-hmm. the half season was a success. Yeah. Because those first three episodes were so strong, and you know, with the exception of the Firefly arc, I don't think it, the quality really dipped at all. Mm-mm. And it, they just kept ramping it up. It was a lot of fun. But again, hoping for a two-part season finale. Uh, Zuko's enemy in the chat room gives it seventeen episodes of Bralford and the Priddler. Uh, Mary H gives it nineteen, and SSP Body gives it seventeen. <laughs> okay, uh, thank you guys. Uh, we were going to talk about the Batman v Superman trailer. Uh, We've already but, gone. Yeah, we, we're we're <laughs> an hour and a half in right now and i'm sure you guys have stuff to do but why don't you go ahead and tell people again where they can find you individually and where they can find your awesome gotham podcast here sure sure uh well i personally can be found on the tweet machines at uh at chad perkins 21 uh the show can be found at after gotham um, our youtube channel is at youtube.com slash 21 network and we have a after gotham playlist on there uh and then you can find dave places dave <laughs> uh, just myself decoding into one on Twitter and of course yeah we're, at the, we're a part of the 21 Network so 21network.com for all our shows and then YouTube slash 21 Network is where you'll find our uh, After Gotham show uh, after every episode of Gotham on Mondays excellent Very well nice. we want to thank you guys again yes, for joining thank you us. so much and, and we'll make sure to have you back uh, sooner than a year yes uh, we'll try not <laughs> yeah. to wait a year again Season finale. Season yes, finale. absolutely. Season, I like it. I like yeah. it. Absolutely. I, I like it. I love it. I want some more of it. Okay. I, right, we, right. We, we do have some uh, feedback to wrap up with, guys. So you guys can feel free to drop off if you want. We're kicking yes. out. Yeah. Uh, but thank you guys again. Party's so over, buddies. Us. Thank you guys for having us again. Thank awesome you. job. I appreciate it, guys. You guys do great. Watch Legends of Gotham as well. Nice. We watch you. We want. We love yep. you. We love you. <laughs> we you. We you. We you. We, 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 Thanks so much, guys. Okay, Thank thanks. you. Have Thank a good you, night. Bye. All right. All right. As always, uh, we we have some feedback here to wrap things up with uh, that we got after the season finale. Yes. Uh, as always, if you want to send in your thoughts on Gotham at any time, email us legendsofgotham at gmail.com. The Twitter's at Legends of Gotham. Facebook is facebook.com slash Legends of Gotham. And the voicemail number is 424-274-2352. Again, that's 424-274-2352. And first up, if I can get it pulled up here. If you pull up the yeah, right uh, window. First up, we have a voicemail from Holy Bat Pastor, a good friend who I talked to on the phone earlier tonight. Oh, Holy Bat Pastor. He has my number. Oh. Take it away. Legends of Gotham. This is Holy Bat Pastor. This is not going to be a very long or involved voicemail, but I just wanted to say hi and weigh in hi. on season hi. two thus far. Before I say anything about season two, though, I do, in defense of season one, want to say this. So much of the goodness and grandeur of Gotham that we are seeing this year would not be possible if it weren't for the groundwork laid in Season 1. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, and we have season one to be thankful for. Uh, so having said that, moving on to season two, this has been an incredible ride so far. And um, I'm just so appreciative. I feel so grateful to be alive while there is a Batman mythology-themed uh, television show, big-budget show even, mm-hmm. uh, on a weekly basis that we're seeing. And my prayer and hope is that this show will be successful for many years to come. I'm one of those that says the more Batman content that we can have in the media, the better. So because of that, I want to say I really appreciate the work, the hard work, that Legends of Gotham puts into their broadcast and podcast each week. And thank you, guys. I appreciate you so much, Bill and Anne-Marie. Um, you do so much. And I also want to give a shout-out to the to the crew over at After Gotham because I keep up with them also, and it's because of positive support um, that Gotham is able to continue. So thanks again, and I will continue to watch and looking forward to seeing this, and I'll try to get close to a computer so I can join in on the chat. All right, y'all take care. Bye. Bye. Thank, of- oh, 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 oh. Thank you Bye. very much, Holy Bat Faster. We Thank definitely you. appreciate it. I, I, and uh, Chad from After Gotham, I saw his little thumbnail picture there. He went like, 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 I am strong man uh, when you mentioned him. So I, <laughs> that, that, that was not ignored. Yeah, at you want to switch the order well, there. Well, I think uh, Guy. we have one more voicemail from Guy in the store, but I'm okay. pretty sure the first one he tried to call in during our finale episode when we couldn't play it. Oh. So we'll just play number two. I okay, take it away, Guy two. in the store. Okay, I don't know if you got my last voicemail. It was kind of uh, in my phone one day. We skipped it. But anyways, uh, so this, this card, that last one. But anyways, so um, there's the season two. It was great. Mm-hmm. Uh, the whole thing was great. Uh, my favorite episode is the... Is the Episode two, knock knock. Uh, I love the part where they're on the one of the maniacs are just on the bus, and uh, it's kind of funny. But anyways, and since this was supposed to go on the last podcast, I'm going to share my thoughts of you know last episode. I'm that guy in the store, by the way. Uh, the mid-season finale, it was a great episode. Um, the entire thing was just good. I think that it's one of the best episodes in the series. Like, you know, but like almost as good as not not because that's my favorite episode of the show. Anyway, so uh, the episode was great. Uh, Theo Gallivan's death was satisfying. I mean, um, we all know he's going to be back. So, you know, he was a great death. villain. He kind of reminded me of Scarecrow from Arkham Knight with the whole, you know, playing the slow game thing and building up, except... Not as bad as Scarecrow was, where he, to the point where it didn't do anything at all. He Theo actually did stuff, so yeah, it's good. Anyways, I loved the series. Uh, yeah, uh, I hope this gets featured, and I'll see you guys later. Thank you very much, guys. Thanks, sir. Uh, definitely. Okay, now we have a letter from Matt. Matt says, hello, just listened to this week's podcast, and I had two thoughts. Number one, how did you make it a whole podcast without mentioning the best part of the episode? The face Penguin makes when Lee tells Jim she is pregnant is amazing. We did mention that, Matt. I'm pretty sure we did. We did. Number two, uh, did we actually see a gunshot wound in Theo? I don't remember. Yes, I remember seeing a dot, mm-hmm. like, here. Could it be a throwback to season one when Jim fires the gun but can't actually kill the person, so he fires? past them i can't see jim just outright killing someone uh the thug he killed earlier was uh shooting at him so he had to Athea was defenseless so i can't see jim killing him he also told penguin he would let him kill him or let him kill theo which is why we have the umbrella down the throat just my two cents love the I show love to have Matt. Seen that. yeah that, i i feel like he did i feel like he did shoot he theo. shot him yeah yeah, he shot him. And that Penguin was just maiming the body because he's Penguin. Because he's Penguin. He's a dirty little Penguin. And if he doesn't get a sandwich, he gets cranky. Okay, okay. Uh, let's see. And who was this from? Um, 
Oh, is this a... Uh, no, oh. no, no. Okay, uh, yeah. You I don't remember you who it's name. from. Sorry. Uh, this I... is from Medical Student. Uh, hi, Legends of Gotham. I'm a medical student, so time is a luxury, but I always make time for your podcast. Well, thank you. Uh, first off, I agree that Gordon started as an idealist in the pilot, but the defining shift was the finale of season one, where Gordon risked his life to save Falcone. Uh, so his character... Stalled Falcon. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so his character has been transforming from an uh, idealist to a realist with idealistic goals. Also, given how famous Bruce Wayne is, why would cops abide by the 24-hour rule to report missing persons? Besides, the 24-hour rule is for missing adults. So being a child and being the son of Gotham... There's no way a captain like Barnes would follow protocol for an average person. Well, yes, think, he would. Barnes would follow the book to the book. I think he made a little exception. He put out an APB at least. Ooh, an APB. <laughs> also, how did Bullock and Barnes not realize that Galavan had Bruce Wayne since they both know that Galavan is after the son of God? Did- because Barnes is... Like, we didn't talk about him, but there's mm-hmm. there's a reason for that. Yeah. Uh, but uh, thank you very much again. Thank we, you, we have medical a, student. Yeah, medical student. <laughs> we like, have another comment from the guy in the store, but you got your time. You've got your time. And I think you said what you said in the comment, too. Ah, got it. Okay, but if you guys want to send us any uh, comments in the off-season, legendsofgotham at gmail.com, Twitter at legendsofgotham, the Facebook is facebook.com slash legendsofgotham, and the voicemail number is 424-274-2352. Again, that's 424-274-2352. Now, we're probably going to be taking a couple weeks off. Uh, <sighs> Christmas and all. It's been very tiring. Very exhausting. Uh, but we, we've had a lot of fun. Yes. And we'll, we'll be back in the new year with some Gotham commentary. I'm sure we'll be doing some commentary. Maybe we'll have uh, Jared Joseph from The 100 back <gasps> on to discuss oh, be good. Batman Returns. That would be good. That would be a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, he says he's down for it whenever. So uh, Oh, we'll do that then. We just have to like, get a hold of him. Remind us to get a hold of them at Legends of Gotham. Anne-Marie, where can people find you online? You can find me on Twitter at Simone. As for me, you can follow me on Twitter at Bill Meeks. You can follow all of the shows we do at UniverseBox.com. And you can follow this show on the website, LegendsOfGotham.com. Also pick up my books, uh, Amazon, Kindle Store. Just search Bill Meeks. They're on sale 99 cents till the end of the year. Yep. Okay, well, I guess that does it for this week. Join us next time for more Legends, Legends of Gotham. We got it right. Thank you guys so much in the chat room. Yes, uh, th- thank you so much, chat room. Thank you Greatly again, appreciated. Dave, who ducked out, and Chad. Chad yes, thank uh, you guys. We'll go ahead and uh, and shut down the stream now. But uh, thanks again so much, and good night.